Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters is on the air. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure-earning women of color. Tune in Mondays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time as entrepreneur, author, speaker Deborah Hartnett showcases the triumphant journey of these powerful sisters. You'll be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278 or listen live 24 hours a day at www.wealthysisters.com. Now, our host, Deborah Hartnett. Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters, sponsored by The Professional Black Woman. You can visit us at www.thepbw.com. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure earning women of color, and our purpose is twofold. We love to inspire and encourage you, the listener, and second, to edify, promote, acknowledge, and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live from the Worldwide Blog Talk Network, and today is another fabulous Monday, April the 25th, 2011, and you know, I hope you're as excited about your future as I am, because trust me, it is very bright, and you know, we're here every week at the same time, that's Mondays at 12 noon Eastern, so do us a favor and go spread the good news about our show. Now today, I have to just pause for a moment and just say pay tribute to my wonderful mother. This would have been her birthday, April 25th, 1943. What a beautiful person she was. I thank God so much for her and all the wisdom she imparted in my life. And she actually is one of the main reasons that I'm an entrepreneur today. So I just wanted to pause and say thank you to my mother and wish her, if she would have been living today, a very, very happy birthday. But we know her spirit it continues to live on in all of us. Now, you know, you've heard this saying together, everyone achieves more. Well, truly, that is, that acronym of TEAM. We often talk about how it does take a team to be successful in everything, including our businesses. Even if we're solopreneurs, where you may be the sole one there in your establishment, it's still important to have a team of professionals that surround you, like a great attorney, a, a great accountant, a CPA rather, um, somewhat a great marketing team as well in place, consultant or what have you, a business coach. All of those individuals make up your team. Now, you know, a lot of times when we see the celebrities and entertainers, imagine this, even though they're individuals and we only see that person, they they even have a team that takes 
uh, a whole team, really, to make them shine. And today's guest is one that knows all so well of how important it is of her efforts to make the team run smoothly. We have none other than celebrity stylist, Miss Anne-Marie Daniel Barker. So you know what we need for you to do right now. Go tell everybody. We need you to call them. We need you to email, tweet, text, Facebook, and let them know that we are live on Wealthy Sisters right now, and they can dial 347-838-9278, 347-838-9278, or they can also listen live here at www.wealthysisters.com. You can also catch our other fabulous shows at WealthySisters.com. Also, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and you can follow us right here uh, on the Blog Talk Network. So let's learn a little bit more about this phenomenal Anne-Marie Daniel Barker. She has an artistic vision and has over 17 years of experience as a fashion stylist and event director and has created a name for herself by taking her passion for styling celebrities, coordinating and designing spectacular weddings, and transforming it into a lifestyle. Her ability to maintain small and large budgets has certainly made her clients happy over the years. Her sense of humor, personal style, professionalism, and uh, bubbly personality creates an exciting and down-to-earth atmosphere. She has uh, most recently become one of the, the hosts of a rich bride Poor Bride um, program that airs in Canada, and she's also known to have uh, styled for Queen Latifah and Tanya Lee Williams, just to name a few. She goes from New York, Los Angeles to Toronto, helping people all across the nation. So we're not going to hold her from you any longer. We're going to take one short break, come back, and you will hear from none other than our special guest today, Miss Anne-Marie Daniel Barker. Celebrity to the stylist to the stars. We'll be right back. Business leaders, are you ready to soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, the Beatty Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at thebeattygroup.com. That's T H E B A T I E. Group.com or call the Baby Group at 877-264-7699. Would you like to reach quality professionals? Expose your product and services to thousands on a monthly basis? Advertise with the Wealthy Sisters Media Group. Our packages include both on-air and website banner placements. Call our offices today at 1-800-917-9435, extension 803, or visit our website at www.wealthysisters.com to begin building your brand today. Do you find yourself overwhelmed in paperwork? Are you struggling with administrative tasks preventing you from doing what you really love? Then consider hiring a virtual assistant. Call M. Alexander and Associates Incorporated toll-free at 1-877-894-0564 or join them on the web at www.iwillassistyou.net. Hi there. This is Bill Lee. I'm a voice talent, and I want to work for you. Just email me at bill at billlee.net. For God so loved the world. 
We've probably all heard the start to this verse, but what does it really mean in our daily lives? At FedEx, we understand you want a partner who can help you go global. That's why FedEx delivers next business day by 10.30 a.m. from more major international cities than any other express carrier. FedEx, another day, another dollar saved. Always, we are so excited to be on the show today. We want to welcome everybody who tuned in in our chat room. We see you there. Thank you for doing that. We appreciate your uh, listening to us every week. As a reminder, you can also tune into our show after this one. You can catch this one and our other fabulous shows at Wealthy Sisters. That's twenty four seven. WealthySisters.com. So without any further delay, we want to welcome to our show today our very special guest, Miss Anne-Marie Daniel Barker. Hello. Hello. How are you? Oh, fantastic. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. So tell us, did you enjoy, was it a wonderful weekend this past weekend for you with family yes, and friends? Yes, it was. Very quiet, though. But it was a good weekend, and and one well do well did well needed. I can only imagine. We we read your awesome bio and, and know you're traveling from coast to coast, from country to country, helping people literally um, all over the world. So we know it was well deserved. Uh, yes, most definitely. Well, <laughs> Well, once again, we want to welcome you to Wealthy Sisters, and we love um, sharing and, and learning from individuals like yourself who have such a, a, a spectacular uh, background and a wonderful history and business. And we always like to get a little nosy up front just to kind of find out where you grew up because you know, our audience is, is, is worldwide, and, 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 you know, it's great for them to be able to, us all, to relate to right. our, our uh, guests. So why don't you share with us where you grew up and what actually went into making what the finished product is today? Well, I grew up in Jamaica, uh-huh. and um, that would be um, in Montego Bay. Oh. And came here, um, well, long long time ago, I should say. <laughs> Um, pretty much, um, you know, I've always had a dream in terms of uh, passion, in terms of fashion and events, mm-hmm. and um, I've always steered towards that goal. So, mm-hmm. and um, by being so passionate, by learning, by, you know, being mentored, by looking at um, other people who are in the industry and sort of pick from what they're doing and sort of try to teach myself as well, too, Um and work hard and the dedication is what really bring me to bring me here today to where I am today. Mhm mhm mhm. So when you were growing up were you, you know, always designing and and, and I'm asking this a little selfishly because I, mm-hmm. I see my daughter who I mean from age 3 I tell you Anne Marie she's had a better sense of design than I, <laughs> you know, she could put her clothes together. I mean, she makes it match. Was it something that you were doing as a child or you know was what? It, was it something you evolved into? Yeah, you know what? It's funny because there's so many things I was doing when I was a child, <laughs> um, in terms of talent-wise, because believe it or not, I started off as a singer. 
Oh, believe it or really? not. Yes, wow. I started I started off as a singer from age 5. Um and that's really where my knack came from. And then as growing up, you know, you start exploring different things. You know, you get inquisitive when you're young and you're not quite sure exactly really what you want to do with your life, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So you sort of mm-hmm. dip your hands in little things. Um, events was one of the things that sort of, you know, took me away. Um, I started doing little parties, uh, planning parties with friends and family at home, Um and fashion was my ultimate biggest thing because when you see me, it's like Anne Marie's always dressed to the nines. Even if she's going to church, she's dressed to the nines. She's going up the street for a walk, she's dressed to the nines. And I remember as a little kid, I used to go through magazine, fashion magazines, and it's like, and two magazines I always used to have in my hands was the fashion magazine and events magazine. So I used to flip through them all the time. And, uh-huh. But I've always had that love. But I just didn't know where I was going. But I always knew I wanted to end up either somewhere there. <laughs> <laughs> so when you moved to the States, were you were you um, in pursuit of your education? Or did you move at a younger age with your family? Or uh, No, I actually moved in pursuit of education. <laughs> um, moved to do business. And... Um, <laughs> And it was really supposed to be whereas I leave and I come up here to study and then I go back uh, home okay, once I'm okay. finished. So that was really okay. the premises. <laughs> okay, okay. But I fall in love here and um, uh-huh. and I see that there was a lot of potential, there's a lot of um, opportunities here for me as opposed uh-huh. to back home. So I end up staying here. Wow. So where did you go to that. school? Where, where did you well, attend your school? I used to live in Montreal, so I went to um, mm-hmm. I went to Dawson College there, and then mm-hmm. I moved to Toronto, and then I went to George Brown. Okay, and so and you were studying fashion at, at that yeah. time? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And I also did wow. some studies as well in at uh, the Fashion Institute in New York as well. Okay. So this okay. sort of helped me build on um, my fashion. Wow. Now, how was that doing um, at the Fashion Institute there in New York? How was that experience? Actually, you know what? It was grueling, um, mm-hmm. but it was fun. I mean, it's something that, I, that I'm that i interested in. It's something that I love. So, therefore, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to, you know, I have to deal with the work. Although it was a lot of work, <laughs> it's just like <laughs> anything else, just like uh-huh. anything else that you decide to study in school. So it's going to be tough. It's going to be, you know, moments where you just want, you feel like, oh, God, this is so much work. I don't think I can handle this kind of deal. But Uh I stuck with it because I loved that, and I wanted to follow through with it, so I did. Wow. What what are some of the the projects you had that opportunity to work on? Were you you able to do some interns with some of the designers there or? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Um, Uh And especially when it comes to the events part, is really Mm -hmm. where I did most of my intern. Um, Mm -hmm. I've done, uh, (laughs) I've done with the fashion aspect of it. I've done actually with um, Mary Alice in Mm -hmm. Los Angeles, which I did intern fashion there, Um, and that Mm -hmm. was only just for a few months, actually, about six months. Which was actually pretty good. It sort of gave me an idea in terms of what to expect, um, how to prepare myself, what's involved um, when dealing with celebrities, what you do, what you don't do. Um, And it sort of helped me build a network, which was good. 
So mm-hmm. with that experience, I mean, I couldn't possibly go wrong, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. from there on, I decided, okay, I need to start on my own. So I went out cold turkey on my on my own and start build, you know, based on the contacts that I've built so far, and um, cultivate that into what it is mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. So what what are some we hear all the time, and, and we spoke earlier about how important a team is in, in making that event or making that celebrity shine. Uh, even though we see that one person, uh, it's a whole team of people like yourself that actually makes it come, uh, make them you know be the stars that they are on that the level that we see them rather. So what what are some of the I guess some of the things you learned in the intern, you said the things you should do or you shouldn't do. And and I'm asking this because I know we have some fashion stylists uh who are, or people who are aspiring to be fashion stylists as well and who are in the process of building their businesses. Well, typically what I've really learned um, while doing intern, it's really about, you know, you're, you've already, you're coming into the intern typically with your own fashion sense um, mm-hmm. and how to dress people in different body types, which typically are the um, is what you've learned in school uh, to begin with. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now you're sort of, you know, you're coming into this and you're putting what you've learned into, you know, full full blast. You're throwing yourself out there for the, all the lions to eat you up, pretty much, so mm-hmm. so to speak. <laughs> um, so going into it, I've pretty much learned just about everything. Um, you know, even though you're styling, there's a customer service is pivotal. How you deal with people, mm-hmm. you know the, mm-hmm. the the glove treatment kind of thing, um, putting mm-hmm. colors together, um, doing color blocking, um, you know. Well, a kit. I didn't even know anything about a kit to begin with. That you actually need an emergency kit. Yes. Ah, okay. And what are, like <laughs> I, what are some of those things in an emergency kit? Because when you're a styling, needle or button or something. Yeah. When you're styling, <laughs> when you're styling people, when you're putting an outfit together for people, I mean, it's it's. Most people say, you know what, oh, wow, this person looks good, you know, wow. But they don't understand there's a lot of work that goes into that. First, you've uh-huh. got to pick the, you've got to learn to know what the person's personality is and then pick the outfits for that. Um, then you've got the body type, all that stuff. Now, when you're going out to meet with these people to sort of put the stuff together, there's this kit mm-hmm. that you have to walk with, which includes spanks, which includes um, nylon, <laughs> which includes uh, slips. For the shoe, and I—it's funny because that wasn't taught in school. Uh-huh. So now you see the okay. importance. I mean, the school is great, but then when you go out in the real life and you actually do the work, that's when right. you really see what's really involved. And I didn't have a kit to begin with, so I didn't know. I was like, oh, you need a kit? I didn't know that. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I had to build a kit from there. So, um, uh-huh. you know, those are the little things. There's just so many little uh, things that's involved or intricate details details that's involved that you pick up that you don't get from school, but you actually get it on the job. So that's why it's important to do in turn. So you actually oh, learn. So when Yeah, so when you go into it for your own self, you don't look like, you know, you're wet behind the ears, like you don't know what uh-huh. you're doing. You want to be a uh-huh. consummate professional. 
Uh-huh, with that. So, now, I know we talk, we're talking about school, and there are a lot of trades out here that people can teach themselves or, what, what you know, learn OJT experience. Mm-hmm. Is it important for someone that wants to be a, a stylist to go to school? Do you suggest that, or is it something that um, someone could do without having attended school? No, let's be frank. I honestly don't think you need to attend school. Not okay. for styling. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. Um, okay. Simply, simply, I'll tell you why. It's there are some cornerstone pieces that you need, which would be your passion for it, knowing mm-hmm. fashion, knowing how mm-hmm. to style a body, whether mm-hmm. it's um, you know a petite, um, um, a voluptuous style body. You just have to know. Um, if you have these things, and these are the things you come into, if you're going to go to school, you're going to already know these things to begin with. Typically, you're going into school really just to sort of gain more knowledge, okay. right? Okay. Um, but okay. for me, I think that the real life, doing it in person, okay. it's more valuable than actually doing it in school, to be quite frank. Um, some uh-huh. people may not agree. Some people may uh-huh. not agree with what I'm saying, but from my experience, I feel that if you're passionate about something and you can't afford to go to school, then all you have to do is build on it. There's tons of magazines that you can go through okay. to, and okay. put a, like a look together. There's so many different ways of how to go about this now that you necessarily can actually, if you can't go to school, then you don't necessarily have to. It's not okay. where you need a degree to become a stylist. I see. This is I totally see. different, yeah. Now, now, you mentioned some of the magazines before, and you just mentioned, what are some of the publications that you, you enjoy, you, you subscribe to, or you recommend for mm-hmm. those who are in the industry? Well, I love Vogue. Mm-hmm. Vogue is my mm-hmm. all, my consummate magazine in the sense that when you can find every and anything in Vogue um, when it comes mm-hmm. fashion-wise. Um, mm-hmm. There's also... Um, there's another publication which is um, Marie Claire. Marie Claire mm-hmm. touch on different aspects, but in beauty and you know they have different subjects, etc. Um, but Marie Claire is also a good publication. But particularly for myself, I usually go with the Vogue magazine because the Vogue magazine gives me exactly what I'm looking for. Um, mm-hmm. Simply because I do a lot of styling for you know celebrities. So I'm looking for high-end pieces. I'm looking mm-hmm. for um, different trends. Uh, Vogue for me tend to set trends faster mm-hmm. than the other publications. So I go with Vogue. So uh, mm-hmm. Vogue is a good way to start off. Now, for someone that's, like, on the outside looking in, I mean, I, I, I'm not a, a big fashion person. Like I said, my, my, my daughter, my, who's seven now, she embarrasses me the way she can pull stuff together. It's like, wow. Oh, okay. Okay, but, you know, I've always wondered, who sets what's in style? You know, you go into the stores and you see the spring uh, styles available for in the wintertime. It's like if you don't buy it then, then you don't get you don't get your size or whatever. How is it somebody pushing a button somewhere? How does all that determine? Well, you know what? Uh, fashion trends are really uh-huh. now are really, well, typically set by celebrities. Uh-huh. In in some way, however, okay. but who actually styled the celebrities or us, the stylists? Okay. So really, 
technically speaking, it's really set by the stylist pretty much. I mean, the designers okay. come up with this. It used to be where the designers just sort of roll things out. And they just set the trends, and it's in the publications. Now you're looking at it from a different standpoint. Now celebrities are actually the ones who are actually wearing it on the red carpet. So now for a general audience who are looking at television, trying to figure out what's coming up, if you look at what celebrities are wearing, that's generally what's coming because we are putting what, whatever is current for that season that's coming up is what the celebrities are wearing. So that's how okay. you can figure out what's going to wear what prints, what colors, what style of, you know, what style of shoes, pants, and all that stuff going on. So you look at your celebrities, and that's where you can get them from. You don't even have to go into a magazine. Just look oh, at them and right? you on the red carpet. Then you'll know what's coming. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And speaking of red carpet, didn't you have an opportunity to do one of the red carpet shows? Yes, I did. Yes, tell us about <laughs> that. So Which long one was ago? That? <laughs> yeah, I did the um, I did the uh, report for the Oscars. Um, uh-huh. The the best and worst dress was for uh-huh. ET was for ET Canada, and that was I believe uh-huh. it was in two thousand three. It was okay. a blast because then you know okay. you got to cut you 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 got to call it like it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my bless, bless your heart. You you get celebrities that walk the that actually walk the carpet, and sometimes you gotta go. You gasp for air, and you wonder, hmm. But then you know it comes back, and you really have to blame the stylist. The stylist picked the items, but mind you, not all the times we get the blame for that because simply because we we pick several options for a stylist to wear. And then it's a stylist who decides, I'm sorry, for the uh, the celebrity to wear. And the celebrity then end up saying, okay, well, this is what I want to wear. So mm-hmm. in, one, in, in one sense, you really have to blame us half <laughs> the times when they come out on the red carpet because we're the ones who actually put it in front of them, right? And then they wear right. it. And sometimes we don't have an option because it's so hard trying to get pieces off the runway because every, there's so many stylists out there and and there's limited clothing. So when you go out there, and you, especially when you're dressing for, let's say, the Oscars, and you're trying to pull pieces for them, it's very hard because somebody else may already have it. So right? it's like a so dog it's limited, dog really. I, would, I wouldn't have guessed that. Why, why do you say it's limited? I mean, it seems like, well, I guess I need to understand how does it work because I always heard or assumed that if I see a style, a celebrity walking the red carpet that that dress is on loan or has been given to her mm-hmm. by the designer or him by the designer, um, mm-hmm. does it work like that? How, how well, there are some celebrities, whereas mm-hmm. um, they'll get their clothing directive directly from the designer because the designer may say, okay, that person may not have a stylist. So therefore, okay, okay. the designer will come in and say, okay, I want to dress you and I would like to make you a dress kind of deal. Then okay. that's a different story. Okay. Now, okay. in general speaking, the stylists are the one who really works with the designer. So for instance, um, I mean, we go to fashion show, we go to the fashion shows. So mm-hmm. that's our peak. When we're at those fashion shows, we're cataloging um, what, because we know what, coming up in terms in terms of um, the schedule for our clients. So when we're at a fashion show, we're cataloging these events that are coming up, and we're cataloging each 
each item. So we're going into a fashion show with the intention knowing, okay, well, you know what? I have um, a client going to the Oscar, so therefore I need I need options. I need I need a dress for her. So you, when you go to the fashion show now, you're looking at the runway. That's where you're looking to find your pieces. To, to to actually put on on that person. So after the fashion show, what then happens, we'll then um, go to the backstage, talk to the designer, and say, well, oh, you know, the show is great, yada, yada. Um, there's this particular dress that came down, and we describe it, that's what I, can you send that to my studio? We want that. But there's so many demands. Um, there's so many stylists that are sitting there doing the same thing you're doing, and they all may two or three or four of the stylists that are actually sitting there watching may possibly love that one dress that you want and want the same dress. <laughs> so it's really who comes first. It's really a first come first serve. So um, you don't want to have to take a dress that's already on one person going on to your person. You don't want that on the red carpet. So it's very, very hard. You have to sort of be on your A game and have a backup plan should you not get that ideal dress that you really, really wanted for your client. Wow, wow. Well, do you mind? We do have a couple of people online that uh, have questions and in our chat room as well. Do you mind taking a few questions? Oh, definitely. All right. Okay, we're going to go to 601 number. I believe this is Terrilyn. Hi, how are you doing? Hello. Welcome. Hello. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters. Yes, can you hear me? Yes. Yes, yes. Oh, Please say wonderful. hello to Anne-Marie. Yes, hi, Anne-Marie. How are you doing? Hi. I'm good. good. How are you? I, I'm wonderful, thank you. I wanted to ask you, when you are so selecting outfits for your clients, do you use the um, seasons as your guide, the winter, summer, autumn, spring, seasons and and the color selections to match with their skin tones or the color of their hair and eyes and that kind of thing. Yes, I do. I take all that into um, perspective because, as you know, not every color and not every style is for everyone. So when every time I'm doing styling, I do have to take um, that client's coloring into um, consideration and as well as the shape Etc. So all of that is what's going to bring. Once you take all of that into consideration, then that's what brings your your look together. If you bypass all of that and you don't pay attention to it, that person will never look good. I see. Oh. All right. Thank you so much. You're Bye-bye. welcome. <laughs> all right. Looks like we have a. Uh, I think this is a Baton Rouge number two two five eight zero two. Hello. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters. State your name and where you're calling from. Hi, um, this is Coretta Johnson Gray, and I've, I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, but I'm actually in Washington, D.C. Okay, wonderful, oh, wonderful. Hi. <laughs> I'm so excited, too. This is my first call, and I'm so excited about your guest today. I've got a couple questions for you on the event planning side. Um, right now, my daytime job, I'm a full-time attorney with the Air Force, but my side hustle, so to speak, is wedding and event planning. And I'm just wondering, when you're starting off that way, where you're not going full-time at that point, how do you go about establishing your team? Because right now I basically fly my sisters in if I'm somewhere out of town or go to where they are and work with them. And so I can, you know, pay them a little less than I would a normal team, but I know I won't be that way forever. And then the second one is, if you really enjoy the creative side, but not so much the business side, you know, the invoices and the contracts and all that, how did you work out that, especially when, when you're first starting off, before you can afford to hire all this 
accountants and and uh, uh-huh. you know bi- uh, bookkeepers and all that. Okay, that's, that's a, a lot of question. questions. It's a loaded <laughs> questions here for me. <laughs> okay, let's go one by one. What was the ver- okay, I, I guess I want to get the first question first. What was the first question? Oh, her, her first question. Let me take her off mute there. I think her first question was, um, "You there?" Yes. Hello? Yes, I'm here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Your, your first question. My my first question was about building your team. Um, right. When you're when you're just starting off and you're kind of doing a full time day job plus this, so you can't just How be did your you build members. your team. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, oh wow! I tell you, um, getting into events, um, one you have to love it, okay? Because it's a lot of work. It's very grueling. Mm-hmm. When I actually started, I was actually working, yes, just like you, um, and then I was doing it part-time. Um, what I did was I started very, very slowly. Uh, it was just me, and then I, you know, my husband, and that was it. My husband has a job, so he used to just assist me when the day comes to help me mm-hmm. because I do the designing aspect as well. So that aspect he'll assist me with because I need another pair of hands. It is hard. It's a lot of work because it's only one person. Um, And then as you grow, you then start bringing on – what I did was I brought on one person with me um, as I started to actually getting more busier. Um, I brought one person on with me to work part-time. I was still working as well. Um, And that person just sort of helped me on a few events, not every single event because not every event might be as, you know, busy as the other one. So that's how I started off. And then I actually quit my job because this was becoming overwhelming for me. And then that's how really I decided, okay, this is that busy, I have to get a team, and that's how I actually started off with a team. Then I hired a few more people, and then I started to sign what they will be doing for me. But typically, everything, all the creation is done by myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, that's a great question. And, and I guess the second one, she wanted to know about that creative side, which I think is great that she asked because a lot of times creative people um, can can miss that mm-hmm. important part of business. I mean, even oh, if you, you're a great yeah. a, a attorney, you may not be a great business manager. So that is true. What did you do in that case, uh, being such a creative person? Well, um, in that aspect, I mean, I did business first in school. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, I, so that was really my my uh, foundation to begin with. Okay. It came um, natural but for mm-hmm. me, the love for me is really the creative side. To be, to be, mm-hmm. let me be frank. I hate accounting work. I hate <laughs> doing invoices. I couldn't right. stand it. <laughs> right, the right, contract, right, right. The contract aspect is not something I'm interested in. So what I simply, I had to do it. But um, mm-hmm. once I got busy, I decided, okay, I remember I had an assistant. She took over that aspect for me. And so I can focus mm-hmm. on the creative side. So to answer mm-hmm. your question, create the creative aspect is my first love. The account, the mm-hmm. business side, I personally hate. But you have to keep your head in the business side as well. Otherwise, you'll suffer one way or the other. 
Exactly. And I think one of the things that she can do, I can suggest, um, this is where building that relationship, getting out, networking with those uh, CPAs who Mm -hmm. need to have a look, (laughs) who may need an event. You know, so there are ways that you can do a barter with people or reduce rates. Um, with mm-hmm. people who are in positions mm-hmm. like yourself, so it's that's a great way to to actually start there with the team as exactly. well. Exactly, and she she doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily have to go and get a, a, a um, an accountant. You know, you could start mm-hmm. off with mm-hmm. a book clerk, a bookkeeping a bookkeeper. person, mm-hmm. which will be exactly which would be cheaper, right? So you can start off in that sense, and then that will help you anyway um, on the day to day daily stuff, and then go on from there. Right, right, right. And then there are virtual assistants, uh, tons of those that are available as well on the Internet that could help you with those things. Let's go to, I believe this is a New York number here. Hello, 917-698. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters. State your name and your question, please. Hi, my name is Lucy, and uh, beautiful show. I had, like, two questions for the stylist. Um, Okay. I'd like to know what type of questions does she ask a client in order to figure out how to bring out their best personal style. Oh, mm-hmm. good because question. I, I'm asking that because I am trying to figure out a style, but I'm I'm not there yet with myself, and I'm wondering how do I get there. Okay. Well, yeah. typically, typically to answer your question, typically what I do is um, I just sort of I'm a very down to earth person, so I get down with them, laugh with them, talk with them, make them comfortable. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, when you're going into a person's closet, it's a very personal thing to begin mm-hmm. with. So, mm-hmm. and asking people personal questions, some people may not want to answer. Depends, okay? Wow. Even though they know why they have you there. <laughs> But you have to keep that in mind. So what I tend to do is, um, I even though they may not want to talk about it, I go into their closet and I see what they like. You see what's there, so I know what they like. I look at the way they dress, and I can mm-hmm. tell. I mean, this is years for me of experience, so this is quite easy now. I don't necessarily have to go into the person's closet, but I can see the person and see what the person looks like in terms of how they dress, how they carry themselves, the things that they do from what they don't do. And then that's how I assess, okay, what their personal style is. Um, 99.9%, I am on the, I'm actually correct when I do that. Um it's very rare that I may meet a person and can't really assess their personal style or know what their personal style is. But on a daily basis right now, I don't go into anybody's closets anymore. I just sort of meet, even when I meet with a new client, the day that they meet with me, I can. that's where I do my assessment and I know exactly what their personal style is. And then I sort of incorporate that. Wow. And you said you had another question? Yes, I'd like, I like vintage a lot. Um, do you think that vintage looks and textures and patterns are very different than what's out today? And how relevant is the vintage look as far as keeping updated, even though the style is changing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Vintage, I mean, vintage is a way to go, to be mm. quite honest. Vintage is a way to go because you're really never really kind of out of style. Put it this way. You're not passing trends. Put it that way. So if you wanted to update, if you one thing you've got to know when you're wearing vintage, if you're wearing vintage from head to toe, I mean, you want to wear something that is current, that's fine. You could either wear like a tank top that's current or a shirt that's current with something vintage. But vintage is something that um, is really rare. 
um, you find rare pieces or pieces that you haven't seen for decades ago. So a lot of people would wear vintage and loves vintage and swear by vintage. Um, it's really just a personal style and it's really just a personal taste for each individual. Did I answer your question? Oh, let's see. I put her back on mute there. Okay. Let's see. Hello. Did Hello? that answer your question? That yes, answer your question? Yes. All okay. right. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Bye-bye. Thank you for calling in. And we okay. have a question in the chat room. Sandra Lucas, she wants to know, well, what if you really don't have a style? You just dress for comfort. I can imagine <laughs> that that depends on what you're, try, what you're trying to say because I know that, that expression, how you are dressed, is how you are addressed. Perceived, so yes. it depends on what's the statement you want to say there, huh? <laughs> well, you know what I would say to that? Dressing uh-huh. comfortably, there's uh-huh. you can any I mean, if that's your if that's your thing, then that's your thing. There's nothing I can say right. about it. You dress comfortably, you dress comfortably. I mean that right. may mean that you're wearing jeans and T shirts, jeans and a shirt, or sweats, um and T shirt, sweater you know, stuff like that. Everybody's not the same. And you're not going right. to find a trendsetter everywhere you go. So right. you must have some kind of a balance here where you have somebody who wants to be comfortable. Um, comfortable could mean many different things. I mean, you could still be dressed up and still be comfortable. So it's really your right. definition of being comfort- being comfortable. That's that's true. That's true. But I guess that like if she's if she's promoting her business or if it's mm-hmm. you know if she's it, it depends on what type of business she is in. I think today a lot of the the um, it seems that people have kind of lost that business sense. It's it, everything is more casual, and I think yeah. really a lot of times you know it should be more professional. You go into the stores and you know, the the, the, the the marshals or what have you. And, it, and sometimes yeah. it looks like people just roll, you know, yeah, right out of bed. Roll out of bed, I know. But that's, what that we call, what that, but that's what we call sloppy dressing, right? Yes, yes. It's like, how are you in the fashion store looking like this? That's how I'm supposed to look, not you, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you want to tell me how to dress. That makes no sense. Uh, yes, I know. It's kind of kind of like the, we, well, we always say those misnomers where the dentist, the teeth messed up and the hairstylist's hair is messed up yeah, and, and so yeah. on. They don't have time because they're focusing on on the clients. Let's exactly. go to another another caller. Eight five zero area code three two two. Hello, welcome to Wealthy Sisters. State your name and where you're calling from, please. Hi everyone. My name is Felicia Jackson Stanley and I'm calling from Tallahassee, Florida. Hi. Tallahassee Hi. representing. Yes, I am um I'm delighted to chat with you all and the conversation has been interesting thus far. Um I had one question. I network a lot. My husband also has a promotion um company, so I meet a lot of people like that as well. But my thing is I find out when I go to places to network, um to advertise my business, which I do event planning as well, but I also I'm a stylist, personal shopper, and um, style consultant. I do style assessments. But when I go to network, I it's like okay, how do I say you need a style? You need a personal shopper? You know, <laughs> like that or whatever. How how do I address that? And how do I get them? How do I advertise myself? 
Okay. You're trying well, to say I, it in a nice way, not to hurt their feelings. Like, girl, you need some you help. You know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I don't want to offend anyone and say, well, okay, right. it looks like you need a style assessment or something like that, you know. But I want to, <laughs> I, I just, I want to do it. And it's like after I leave, I have a bit, bunch of business cards. But it's like, well, you know what? Okay. There is, you know, there's nothing like being direct. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I would say I would say this though, when you're actually networking, everybody's there networking for a reason. Somebody everybody's there to push whatever it is that they're doing. Um but there's a tactful way of going about it. Um that's accepted. So when I mean, how I normally do it, I can tell you what I do. Um when I go to an event and I'm actually networking, I mean I meet people, talk to people, I talk about different things. Um they may ask me what it is that I do and then I talk about what I do for a little and then I switch back to them because you have to give them the opportunity to talk about what it is that they're doing as well. Um, and then you exchange cards. So I don't say I'm looking, you know, would you like me you send me some business or do you, do you want to be my client, that kind of stuff, or you need a stylist, that kind of stuff. That's what I don't do that. So I just sort of, you know, have friendly conversations, chat a little, talk about what's going on that day, particularly about the event, whatever the event is, a little. Talk about them, ask them questions about them. They ask me questions about me. And then I, you know, we exchange cards. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. the thing is, most people would leave it at that. Um, I normally take it a step forward because even though you're networking, networking is not finished that day, handing out the card, and then they take the card, and then they may forget you, right? So the next day I may follow up and call and say, hi, it was great meeting you last night, that kind of stuff, and, you know, they reciprocate the same thing. And now you're sort of, oh, yeah, I spoke to her last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Later down the road they may need you for something or whatever the case is, and they call you up. So that's mm-hmm, how I do mm-hmm. my networking. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's great. I mean, that, that's a wonderful approach um, in any industry that you're in because people will forget you, and that, that within 48 hours is the best time to follow up. That's great. Exactly. And it is about building relationships, like you said, too, because people, mm-hmm. I, I've learned, and I'm sure you can you can share um, more, shed more light on this, I've learned that it's really, they're not buying your product or the service, they're really buying you. So it's exactly. an opportunity to know you more. Wow. And it's typically you're selling yourself, right? And it's typically that you are selling yourself. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, wow, this is this is a great show today. We're live here on Wealthy Sisters with the stylist to the celebrities, Miss Anne Marie and Anne Marie Daniel Barker. We're going to take a short break, come right back, and uh, learn a bit more about what she's doing and maybe some of the celebrities she's had the opportunity to style for. We'll be right back after the short break. Would you like to reach quality professionals? Expose your product and services to thousands on a monthly basis. Advertise with the Wealthy Sisters Media Group. Our packages include both on-air and website banner placement. Call our offices today at 1-800-917-9435, extension 803. Or visit our website at www.wealthysisters.com to begin building your brand today. This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's www.WillDraike.com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Permal Coast Publishing. 
Yes, we are live back on Wealthy Sisters, and we are always excited to have all of our listeners here today on the show. We want to make sure everybody knows. Have you, have you heard about it? Have you seen it on Facebook? Well, the PPW is going on tour. Matter of fact, we launched the tour. It started out with three cities and has grown to more than 33 cities. We are uh, launching the Maximizing You Tour 2011, coming to a city near you, complimentary admission. Some of those locations have been Greater Baltimore, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. We're going to Birmingham, Buena Vista, Charlotte, Chicago, Cleveland, Dallas, Detroit, Los Angeles, Kansas City, Las Vegas, Louisville, Montclair, New Jersey, Washington, D.C., Toronto, speaking of Toronto, Philadelphia, just to name a few. Go to the PBW.com, the PBW.com, and reserve your complimentary seat today. You'll see the dates there and all the city sites. Each city has their own site that you can register. Again, that's at the PBW.com, 800-917-9435, extension 804. We're having a lot of fun, having a big, I mean, I mean, so much fun. Great networking. You know how we do it. We have some of the best giveaways available special surprise guests who are are coming out in these cities as well. So definitely go join us on the PBW Maximizing You Tour 2011. We heard you. Everybody said, when you coming to my city? When you coming? Well, we are coming. So check the PBW.com. Well, our special guest today is Miss Anne-Marie Daniel Barker, and she is the stylist to the celebrities. We know we read that uh, you had done the Queen Latifah and um, some of the other celebrities uh, was uh, Tanya Lee Williams. Tell us about that experience. Uh, That experience was actually pretty fun. Um, Uh Working with stylists, I mean, they're big personalities to begin with. <laughs> um which but but you know, it's it's a fun it's a it's a fun thing to do. Um I love what I'm doing. Um Tanya Lee Williams is from Young and the Restless. So I've done some work with her for uh magazine covers and spreads, etc. Uh Queen Latif I've done some work for um the red carpet, um done some uh, p- public press 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 um, appearances, etc. Um, I've also done some styling work with um, Taraji P. Hansen. So it's, it's you know, they come and they go, they come and they go, but you keep doing what you're doing. Um, it's fun. It's exciting. Everybody's personality is totally different from each other. But um, it's fun getting to to know who they are, really, from a different aspect as opposed to watching them on television, right? Um, mm-hmm. They're quite easy, quite down to earth. Um, you may get the odd, you know, the odd one may come in that's typically a diva. <laughs> but uh, you have to learn to roll with the punches, put it that way. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Well, we have a few more questions here from the chat room, and we do have our lines. Like I said, everybody's so excited to have you on the show today. We, we'll try to get to some of those questions as well. But there's another one. Let's see. Uh, Ocean Diva says, how important are accessories while dressing? Oh, very important. You need oh, the accessories my. to pull that uh-huh. look together. Um, uh-huh. A lot of the times you might put an outfit on 
and it depends on the cut, depends on uh, what's going on with the hair. You may not need, let's say, a necklace. You may possibly need just an earring. It depends on really what the style is and how you're going to put that look together. But accessories, one way or the other, is definitely plays an important role to your to your look. Okay, okay. So you can kind of dress it up or dress it down with the accessories. Do, exactly. do they always have to match the value of the outfit? No, not necessarily at all. I mean, you can have on a, a $2,000 outfit and just wearing a $10 <laughs> <laughs> a ten twenty dollar um, um, accessory doesn't happen, but no one will ever know that, right? Uh-huh. It's all about uh-huh. how you put things together, and the quality of it, how it looks, um, uh-huh. and the attitude putting the, that you have when you wear it, huh? <laughs> exactly, because trust me, you can I mean, I always say, um, you know, the the dress, the clothing shouldn't be wearing the person; the person should be wearing the clothing. That's how uh-huh. I put that. So if you have a big personality, then run with it. Make right, it your right. own. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, one one of our uh, callers or in the chat room, uh, I believe it's Kenya Nicole. She says um, when she's out shopping, you know the question they ask: How do you actually? Sh- share with someone that you might need my services. She says she mostly finds that when she's shopping and she's seeing people pick out things and you just want to say, oh, I need to help you. Have you ever had that experience when you're shopping or do you just try to turn it off? <laughs> I'd imagine it'd be you know kind of hard. <laughs> once, once you're a stylist, you'll always be a stylist. And when you uh-huh. go out, yes, I do see things and it's like I cringe and I go, oh, I, I, what do I do? But I've, I, I was in a situation once actually where I was in the clothing, so I was in the change room and I was actually trying on clothing and there was another lady there with her friend and they were trying on. And as I'm coming out to look in the mirror, she's looking in the mirror at the same time and I'm like, huh. And then we start talking. I don't even remember how the conversation, how we start talking to each other. But we, I guess when you shop, when you're actually uh-huh. in the mood of shopping, you're excited so you talk to anybody on top of the clouds that's right. a good that's a good way how you could sort of get into that mood that you want to get into things that you want to say so right. I, what i did was i you know she turned around as i guess she started feeling comfortable with me there as we were just talking casually and she uh-huh. said what do you think and i go Uh-oh. i don't like that Uh-oh. so that was my <laughs> opportunity so i just went straight for the kill <laughs> Okay, you just said, look, I'm a I'm a stylist. Do you say that up front? Look, don't take no, it first up no, as stylist. No, because you don't really <laughs> uh-huh. want to scare them, right? So I don't. Okay, okay. So what uh, I do is I, yeah. you go in soft, and then you kill uh-huh. at the end. So eventually, okay. while, yeah, so while you're doing it, um, they're eventually going to ask you, how do you know all this stuff? Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. I'm a stylist. Uh-huh. Oh, you uh-huh. are a stylist. So that's uh-huh. how it came out for me. That's how it actually worked for me. But typically when I do shopping, I don't say anything because, wow. you know, I don't really want to step on anyone's toes. <laughs> but, you yeah, know, you say yeah. in your mind, oh, my God, this is a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? Are you getting that for somebody else? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, we also what? have another question. For, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. 
No, that's okay. You want to say something? Oh. Well, another no, question from our chat room uh, listener, New Vision Wear, says that um, they have a, actually have a small private label clothing line and would like to know how they can offer some of their clothes to stylists for the celebrity clients. That's a great question. What suggestions do you have for them? Oh, that's a fabulous question. Um, this is how you go about it. Um you want to contact us and send us samples because we want to see okay. what the, the the item is first of all. Okay. Um, okay. We want to see how the you know the quality. We want to see um, different styles. We want to see what is it that you're doing typically. Um, mm-hmm. It may be not. It may not be something that is for the red carpet. It may be something for that we can give to our clients for press. Like when they do press junkets, um, mm-hmm. you know, different events. It's just basically we just want to know what it is that, because we already know all the designers out there to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. So we just mm-hmm. want to know now what is it that you what if you're contacting us, we want to see what it is that you're contacting us to. So you have to send us a, a few options, send us your best work, so at least we can see what it is that you actually um, you're carrying. Mm-hmm. Exactly, mm-hmm. and then we'll mm-hmm. we'll contact you after there. After that, that that is if we're interested or not. If we're not mm-hmm. interested, most cases you, you're not going to hear anything from us. So that means we're not interested. If we are mm-hmm. interested, of course we're going to contact you, and we'd want more mm-hmm. pieces. But then we'll give mm-hmm. you um, heads up in advance. We want to see different. We want different options. So you'll, we'll ask you to send us different options or send us pictures so we can see what it is, and then we sort of work it depending on where you are as well too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I've heard often, um, you know, we, we work with a lot of business professionals, and, and one designer who uh, she's doing extremely well in the mid-Atlantic region, she talked about how or spoke about how um, challenging it might be for African-American designers to get their clothes on celebrities, you know, the African-American celebrities. What Do you do you know anything about that? Or, I'm sorry, I mean, what, what, was, what you, was that question? Well, well, one of the challenges she she said she found was trying to really get uh, her designs, you know, to the African-American celebrities. It seems like, you know, a lot of times the designs that are promoted are from the mainstream designers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what, what what suggestions would you have for, for African-American designers? Well, you don't re- – you know what? If you're going to call – if you're going to send the pieces over – or contact the celebrities directly, that will be the wrong the wrong move. You don't want to do that because, honestly, they're going to reject you. Let's be frank about that. They have no interest, period. Um, it's either if they're nice about it, they might just probably just say, you need to contact my stylist. I have nothing okay. to do with that kind of stuff. But typically, um, almost every celebrity out there has a stylist, almost. Um, uh-huh. And really, it's us that's really go out there and find the clothing for them to wear. Okay, so it's really to go to the stylist. Maybe they're going yes, directly to, go, the, you, to that no. celebrity instead of the stylist. Uh-huh. Exactly. The okay. only people that can go directly to the to the celebrity themselves are really the well-known designers. And then they are, you know, th- th- of course, they're not going to hang up the phone on them. Typically, right. right. But if right, you're a right. beginner, if you're a beginner and you're starting out with your own designs, you want to contact the stylist directly to the stars, and right. then right. let them send them the samples, let them look at it, talk to them, figure out, follow up. 
that kind of stuff, because trust me, we have 20 million things going on. So mm-hmm. we may not even, even though we got the samples in, we may not even had the opportunity to look at them yet. So even though you send them, you need to follow up. Right. Just I always to say make sure that we got the follow up. Yeah, exactly. truly is in the follow-up. Don't give up. Continue to do that. Now, we only have about two minutes left in the show. So is there like um, an association or a list or a website that, that these designers can go and find a list of stylists? They, they may not say who they're styling, but, uh, you know, is there a way that they can find that? Do you know? Um, no, I don't know that there is a list online mm-hmm. or anything. I don't think that there is. Um, mm-hmm. And most of us, we don't don't even list who our our um, celebrities are, our clients are. We right. don't. Um, right. Um, and that's a tough one, right? Because there isn't a list out there. Not at least not that I'm aware of. So if you've learned of a stylist, you heard about a stylist on TV, you've seen one being interviewed, then that's your opportunity to take down their name, take them, you know, get their info somehow. Um, most cases you can get it from um, that particularly um, that station that they've been interviewed on the channel, and just contact them and send what you need to send over to them. Most of us, well, some of us have websites and some of us don't. Some of us do newsletters and some of us don't. Some of us just don't have the time for that because we're way too busy. Right. Right. right, right, right. Well, we uh, certainly appreciate you for coming on our show today and being a very special guest. Is, is there any contact information or way that uh, people can connect with you, maybe through Facebook or Twitter? Uh, yes, I'm on Twitter. That's uh, A. Daniel Barker on Twitter. Um, that You can reach me there, or you can actually um, try me on Facebook. Um, if you just do my name, Anne-Marie Danielle Barker, you'll find me on Facebook as well. Um, or I guess my e- my phone number, my email is um, Anne-Marie, A-N-N hyphen M-A-R-I-E, Barker at Rogers.com. Wonderful, wonderful. When we saw that picture on Facebook, that profile that you just have a little baby. Yes, I did. You can tell how busy I am. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I know when when my producer was like, I haven't heard back from her. And I said, well, let me find her on Facebook. And I saw that picture. I said, oh, she's busy. That was like a, a new baby. <laughs> yes, he's four months now. Ah, wonderful. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. We wish you all the absolute best. And thank you again to all of our callers and uh, your wonderful questions in the chat room as well. We want to wish everyone a super day. Make sure you go to the PBW.com to register for the tour coming near you. And tune in next week where we have another fantastic guest. Thank you once again and continue to have a super day. Thank you and thanks for having me. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters, brought to you by the professional black woman, turning your concepts into cash. Join Deborah Hardnett, our host next week, as she interviews another powerful, progressive, and positive sister, and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. That's www.wealthysistas.com. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.